0: Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All
1: right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Uh, Beautiful Saturday morning once again. Here we are talking about cars and wonderful stuff as far as that goes. You can give us a call here. Anything automotive related, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Happy to talk to you about anything automotive related this morning. Um and you can become part of the show. So just give us a shout. I do uh thanks to the Garden Talk guys for my segue into uh talking about the I believe it was a jacaranda tree, is that right?
2: That's correct. It's I, the I got sap it right. Yeah,
1: I'm not a tree guy, folks. Garden guys know so many things. Every time I got a question about a plant, like I plant in my house, and and I got to be honest with you, all, all my, my whole yard is succulents and all that, but I got all my plants from them. They're amazing. They're so much help. But I would not, you know, so they asked me about car things. I asked them about plant things, so it's one of those things. Um, but what I could tell you as far as I do want to touch base on uh, sap, and whether it be a jacaranda tree, a eucalyptus tree, the nasty oily stuff, so hard on the paint on your vehicle and the finish Uh, and getting that stuff off is difficult there's different cleaners you could stop by an auto parts store and uh, uh, there's different kinds of like uh, dry car wash you know kind of like dry dry uh, shampoo that girls use or whatever but uh, stuff that you can spray on and remove something like that really quick Um, off the top of my head I don't want to have one I specifically like but there are things available to do so um, my suggestion typically is, uh, um, don't park under the tree if you can. I, I mean, I understand if they're all over the place and you have no other options, but, uh, um, just the thing with that is that stuff, even if you clean it off regularly or wash your car regularly, it is very hard on the uh, paint and the clear coat and everything on the vehicle. So, um, windshields, obviously you can get it off there pretty easy. It doesn't affect them, but, uh, uh or windows, but, uh, anything else, uh, can be very, de- uh, detrimental. And if you have an older vehicle that the clear coat is kind of worn, it, it, it can also discolor the paint. A lot of the stuff that comes off trees, especially, uh, um, um, like, uh, the eucalyptus, eucalyptus and stuff. So, uh, unfortunately sometimes, uh, you know, they were talking about, uh, um, one of the guy's father's uh, backyard where the beautiful tree that, but they put it way out in the back. Um, and then that's a great idea, um, Unfortunately, sometimes uh, people, and I think we had we had a ton of eucalyptus trees near our uh, our shop uh, in Escadita. Those have all been removed because that's a terrible idea to put eucalyptus trees near some place where you park a ton of cars. It's just, that was a bad idea. But I do think some of these choices are made, especially like that, because those trees grow fast. So when they're building all that stuff, they put these trees in and they grow fast and they look mature quickly. And, you know, it's good landscaping, I guess. I mean... You know, I love trees, but just not when they leak on cars. Not my favorite thing. So uh, as far as the paint thing, there there you go. That's what it is. If you have a, a, a garden question, though, those garden guys, man, they're something else. They know all about all the plants. I just looked
2: up an article about three uh, home remedies. If there's sap on your car, uh-huh. and I don't think, I think this would be bad for your paint here. Let, they let's say, run through them real quick. Okay, Where so uh, in third place, they say butter or vegetable oil. Rub that on there. I've never heard of that one before. Number
1: two is hand sanitizer, and then number one's well, rubbing alcohol. Yeah. So, out. Well, yeah. On paint, neither one of the second two are good for sure. Oil, uh, especially the vegetable oil. Yeah, you could do that. Um, it to get to get that stuff off for sure. There are there are things that you can just like I said. Go if you go to a uh, like a Napa store. They have cleaners that you can buy to spray on and remove stuff like that, and that's probably your best bet because um, they also help protect the paint when you do that. So, uh, but the oil thing, uh, alcohol, phew, hard on paint. I'm telling you now, it's kind of like don't use brake cleaner either. I know it removes everything, but don't spray it on your paint. It's a bad idea. So, yeah, you if, if you spray brake cleaner on a rag and you rub it on a car whatever the color of the car is the color of the rag is going to be that that tells you how much it removes stuff off the vehicle so it's not good not good ever don't do that terrible for your paint anyway so that that's my helpful tip as far as that goes and uh, that's Brendan's helpful helpful tip as far as uh, um you know yeah let's not use the home remedies on that now we we decided that's a bad idea both of us together so um, all right, folks, give us a call here. 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We are going to talk about some of the most common car repairs, but I do, before we get there, I thought, Brendan, uh, we'd run down. You had a couple more questions last week we didn't get to, um, and I figured that uh, maybe we'd touch base on a couple of those.
2: All right. Sounds good. Uh, so I won't go uh, – if you want to, I'll go over the list one more time, but we sure, won't sure. go into details again. So. um I uh it says here that I needed to do a transmission fluid flush. It said we went over that. We also went over the coolant f- uh the engine coolant flush, mm-hmm. uh the fuel induction cleaning, um air filter and the cabin air filter. And so now we've caught up to here. So oh, that's oh. your list so far. Okay. Okay. So next thing on my list it says that I need new spark plugs and coil boots. Correct. Um now, uh oh, I got to get my prices here cuz again, I estimated <laughs> uh these prices here, so give me just a quick second while I look this up. I got spark plugs being $150 and then the coil being 376. Well, and yeah, I'm but not you sure don't, if they combine you, or something. Yeah, but doing.
1: you don't need a coil. I don't. No, it's coil boots what. So, and once again refresh my memory what type of car you got. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: I meant coil boots if I said that. So, I just I just loitered it down to coil. I just you know
1: yeah, the simplified problem motor, is when you throw boots. the word coil in there, it's the entire coil, and they're expensive.
2: Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean coil. I'm sorry. I meant coil boots. I looked right. up coil boots, okay. and I just simplified it to coil on my phone oh, here. Okay. So sorry when I said that. Yeah, no So coil boots, I saw it costs up to $376, and then spark plugs, 150
1: What type of car do you have again? Uh,
2: 2012 Chevy Sonic. That's
1: right, Chevy Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um that's expensive for coil boots. I don't know. That doesn't That's why I thought maybe that was the high some, end estimate. Is oh, what I was okay. Saying. Yeah. All right. So
2: I, I'm not sure how I, I never looked up well, specifically in, he, 2012 Chevy. So I just looked up, you
1: know. Yeah. Here's you know. the thing about spark plugs. I mean, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Because spark plugs and things can can vary so much on a vehicle uh, that, uh, um, Depending on the vehicle and engine size and how many cylinders and, you know, boots, you know, American cars, the boots are usually less expensive. But if you're going to replace in what coil boots are, basically, you can consider them spark plug wires of today. So we have coils now that sit right on top of the spark plug. So the only thing between the coil and the spark plug is a boot with a spring uh, spring in it that connects the spark for the two in other words so we replaced those because they wear out their rubber it's kind of like the insulator from the coil to the spark plug so you put the spark plug and then spark plug boots in you know four-cylinder vehicles less expensive but it and then it also depends on what they called out and we've talked about this before some vehicles have iridium spark plugs some have double platinum, some have single platinum, some have copper core. Whatever the engineers called for when they built this vehicle is what needs to go back in.
2: Do each one have like pros and cons to them? I'm assuming, or mm-hmm. honestly, there's honestly pretty much. Well,
1: iridium and plat double platinum last way longer, but you don't want to put those in a car that calls for copper. It doesn't matter. You can't, yeah, it's oh, okay. Bad, so uh, it's not no, okay. you go with what's engineered. So, but iridium plugs and double platinum plugs, they're more expensive but if that's what the car was engineered for and designed for that's what you're going to put in anyway okay some of these spark plugs on especially some of the imports can be 25 to 26 bucks a piece just for okay. the plug not putting it in yeah the spark plug so if you have four of those on a four zone that's a hundred dollars alone just in spark plugs before any labor okay now okay. let's keep in mind let's talk a little bit about about labor charges on things and how these estimates come about um so labor has gotten really crazy. Like if you look at new car dealers and their service departments, most of them are well over $225 an hour now for labor. Um, independence somewhat uh, 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 lower. Um, you know, it, the West Automotive Group, we have like a moving labor, but but for sur- some service work, we go as low as $110 an hour up to, you know, some stuff that's highly technical uh, can be up around $175 an hour. So it just depends on, on what we're doing, things like that. Okay. Um, but uh, um, so when you start estimating some of these things out, and, and it's interesting, um, to get a true price on something, um, uh, you, there's, there's kind of places you can go to double check things, uh, but... Uh, um, you're telling me Google's not a good source? No, no, no not, not really. Okay. Not, really. <laughs> not really. So that, there's a there's a tool on re, what's called RepairPal that you can put in for doing c- certain jobs, and it'll give you a range that it's really good. And okay. actually, um, I've checked it before, and it comes very close to. Uh, to what uh, um, the true jobs actually cost and people are in, in shops are pricing them out for and what they go, you know? So,
2: okay, gotcha, so,
1: all right. Uh, but it's an so- in tool. But regardless, um, so yeah, spark plugs are very, how many miles are on your car again? I forgot.
2: Uh, it's just a little over 160,000.
1: Okay, so, yeah. so and if it's never been done, that car probably called for a plugs between uh, 90 and 110,000 miles, somewhere in there.
2: Okay, so it needs it pretty badly, yeah. it sounds like. So it. And,
1: okay. and what happens is by not doing spark plugs, Uh, They wear and once they get so worn, they overstress the coils themselves because the coil has to work harder to jump that gap to make that spark to ignite. So this is how you end up with misfires and issues and coils failing. Well, when coils start failing, you can um, on that vehicle a coil could be anywhere from ninety to one hundred seventy-five dollars. I don't know. I each car is different depending on. So, and there's four coils. Think about that. So that could that's
2: be even more. So that's let, like uh, seven hundred dollars right there. one hundred seventy-five times four is I think seven hundred. I think. If I'm yeah. In the math, in my could head, so. quickly get
1: expensive. We'll mm-hmm. just say that for yeah. sure. Okay.
2: So good to know. Uh, the Next one, it says here also the struts and shocks need to be uh, replaced as well. And I think they're also original, too. So I might they probably that. are. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at a a price of $900.
1: Sounds that about right, is. probably okay. somewhere in there. Um, so uh, be, each vehicle has different. I don't know if that vehicle has struts all the way around or if it had struts in the front and shocks in the rear, which is possible. A lot of vehicles do. Um, just depends. But regardless, it doesn't matter. Here's the problem. We usually recommend struts and shocks around 100,000 miles. They are seriously worn at that point. Uh, a, a shocks and struts job is to keep the tire flat on the ground, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Also improves the ride quality, handling, and safety of the vehicle. It does all those things. And uh, it and tire wear also. So uh, when we get worn shocks and struts, new tires can be damaged uh, uh, quickly by because the tire is not held to the ground by the shock and strut. And therefore, it kind of skips. And ends up cupping the tires, what happens, okay. which can cost you more money. Um, here's the thing about putting shock struts on the car, 100,000 miles or like 160. If you were to put new shocks and struts on your car and we aligned it, you, the minute you drove away, you'd think you had a brand new car. <laughs> you, you would be like, oh, okay. my gosh, man, my car. And, and the other thing that does, like I said, safety wise, handling because you don't get as much body roll, the car sticks to the ground. Mm-hmm. It also stops in a shorter distance. Okay. So believe it or not. Okay. So it's all fa- affected. So I,
2: I totally believe you about the whole new car feel, too. It, I definitely it, know that. It. Yes, is, I know yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah,
1: most people are like, oh, my God. And the reason why it changes so much is because um, the shocks and struts have a wear spot that most of the time is being activated. And over time, they wear, 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 wear to where it starts out, you know, great. And it's just so gradual. That it gets really bad and you don't even notice because it happens so gradually. If that makes sense.
2: Gotcha. Then okay. You,
1: you put new ones on and you're like, oh, my hoopty's running like a <laughs> dream.
2: We're gonna find a new word that hoopty. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> listen, I, I mean, I enjoy the word back in the '90s, but it's
1: 2020, you uh, know, 2021. Well, you got Google, brother. If you can find me another word, we're I, gonna go with it. I'll try. It, I'll try. It. I, I you're hate, the Google king.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm hearing about all, all these new terms from kids because I work with elementary school kids on weekdays, and I'm uh-huh. like like people say oh that slaps and that means like it's really good i'm like i don't remember slapping being very nice when i was a kid growing up i don't
1: want anybody yeah. slapping me <laughs> exactly. especially not when i was a kid growing up your parents <laughs> actually slapped you oh so, yeah yeah, yeah for no, sure. no, right. no slapping no slapping yeah.
2: all right so the Let, last thing i will put let's,
1: let's hold that one let's oh, okay. take our la- let's take our uh, first break here real quick because we're running up uh, uh here on it and uh then when we get back we'll jump on that that last one there and have a couple comments folks give us a call here 1-888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 you're listening to auto talk radio on k praise and the answer san diego 1170 we'll be right back after these messages
0: there's more auto talk education and empowerment on the way here on auto talk radio and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock
1: all right folks welcome back to auto talk radio i'm your host brian bowersock and my co-host is missing in action. Actually, he's still on his trip, enjoying himself, so one of those things. Enjoying. How are you doing over there, Brendan?
2: I can't complain, can't complain. Just All right. uh, chilling.
1: All right, before we jump in here, do you want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission at 2200 Auto Parkway. Up in, Escondido, up in the Escondido Auto Park, uh, taking care of folks up there in North County for over 28 years now. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks out there in East County for eight years now. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego over there, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks over there for four years now. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified for smog, taking care of folks over there for over two years, Uh, right in the Golden Triangle, right across the freeway from where we sit now. All of us at the West Automotive Group, employees, myself, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason, we all believe in the same philosophy, we never put money ahead of people. Stop in, have your vehicle service or repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about for sure. West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. On approved credit, we're here to help. Get a card with us. You can reuse it anytime you want. at six months no interest. Uh, very helpful for sure. Saves your other cards. You don't have to use them. You can also take advantage of our Care transmission diagnosis along with our free shuttle rides to or from work or home. Uh, Low-cost rental vehicles available at all four locations also. Uh, we're here to help you in any way we can make this an easy process get your vehicle in we can get you right home to work or whatever get your vehicle looked at figured out for you and uh, when we're all done get you picked up and back in your vehicle makes it simple and easy uh you can find all this and make all your appointments at westautomotivegroup.com that's westautomotivegroup.com and we're here to help you out you can also follow us on facebook twitter or instagram and we'll send out little tips every week uh on uh, all three of those so uh Hop on westautomotivegroup.com and give us a follow. From there, you can also click on the Auto Man and uh, go check out my Auto Man segments on my YouTube channel where I'm the Auto Man for uh, the CW and Fox 5. Um, just uh, click on there and go over and you can see them all. They get posted every week as they're uh, as they're uh, shown on the news. So you can get them from there or go see them live on the CW or Fox 5, one of the two. Um, you can also click on Auto Talk Radio uh, and from uh, there, you can go right into where all, we podcast all our Auto Talk radio segments. Uh, you can uh, download them from there, listen live, do whatever you want. Um, but uh, you can go to, like I said, westautomotivegroup.com and click on and click through to any of those. Um, you can also email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. But uh, like I said, uh, hit westautomotivegroup.com. You can make appointments, et cetera, see what we're all about and everything else. Appreciate you joining us this morning. Give us a call at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 344 1170 That's 888-344-1170. All right, Brendan, let's jump into your last question. you had yeah, going.
2: Oh, uh, let me get the phone super quick. But uh, uh, no the problem. last thing I will say is I have a valve cover gasket that I need to replace. Uh-oh. I personally did that one myself, but I didn't have a uh, a uh, stop. Uh, is it called a stop go or a show no go uh, wrench wrench? I forgot. What That's you valve adjustment. Oh, valve adjustment. We'll okay, discuss yeah. that.
1: Grab the phone yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll talk about something else right now. Or or Brendan's car we can talk about also. Um, I don't know if he needed a valve adjustment recommended or if he had a leaking valve cover gasket, but we will get to that and figure it out for sure. Uh, um, that way we we know know what's up. He had just a couple service items on his car. The, he did missing, uh transmission uh, flush. We actually don't flush transmissions um we what we do is uh and people confuse them we we do full complete fluid exchanges if need be and if the the fluid itself has deteriorated bad enough that it's uh, having a problem then uh we definitely uh um want to get uh, the complete all the fluid in the system changed out Uh it is a hydraulic unit and uh fluid uh um that gets dirty like that can cause wear contamination issues etc it's already contaminated but uh wearing and things on valve bodies items like that, and we can end up with a transmission failure, and that's what we want to prevent for sure before we go on with uh uh brendan's uh last thing on his vehicle let's uh grab Frank real quick. he's hanging out in Chula vista good morning Frank
3: hey, good morning, good morning. I went to call you last week, but your program was so interesting I didn't want to interrupt you <laughs> well thanks. Listen, uh chris chris uh was taking care of my truck and uh-huh, and uh, he had it for oh close to a week, and when i uh when I had my wife take me out there and pick it up, uh, i have been driving her car for the longest time. And I got behind my wheel, <laughs> and your brother told me about this. He, he thought the wheel was sloppy, you know, uh-huh. had a lot of play in it. Is uh, is that something that's dangerous? Is that something I should have looked into?
1: Well, so the gearbox probably has some uh, uh, a- excess play in it. Um, when you say dangerous, usually it's not something that's – I mean – They can get bad enough that it's a problem, but on your truck, if it was that bad, they would be saying, hey, Frank, you need to do something about this right now. So a lot of cars get wear in that area uh, over time, especially trucks. Um, So uh, the pitman shaft in in that inside the gearbox uh, um, just wears the two gears and there's a bit of play. Uh, Some people often say you can adjust them. There is an adjustment on them. A lot of times Uh that doesn't work out. It causes them to fail earlier, so uh, we don't do too too much adjusting on those. As long as it's not, like, you know, swinging side to side to keep it in the lane as far as that goes. You know, it's just a little bit of play. It's not that big a deal.
3: Uh, uh, You know, it's maybe two to three inches. You can just back and forth. It's just so my wife's car is so damn tight, you know. I just... You move it, you're just
1: turning around the corner. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, a different system. Also, her her car, what type of car does she have again?
3: She's got that Kia. Oh, Miro. that's
1: right. Yeah. So she's got a rack and pinion system, whereas your truck is uh-huh. actually a gearbox. Two totally different uh-huh. kinds of steering systems. Um, yeah. So in uh, the rack and pinion, obviously, is more direct. You just have two tie rod ends, uh, steering got box system. You have a pitman arm, an idler arm, a cross link, uh, tie rod. You have all that stuff in there. So. Um, we did. We we lined your vehicle not too long ago, though, didn't we?
3: Oh yeah, it's it's squared away. Everything's fine yeah. on it, you know. And, yeah. Uh,
1: so all the front end components. It's like a
3: jam, just that so I don't run it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the all the tie rod ends and all that would have been looked at. If there was a problem, they would have uh, 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 mentioned that. So just probably a little play in the gearbox, and uh, no, it's not really a dangerous thing.
3: All righty. Well, I told you we didn't go anywhere this year. It's supposed to be want to take off but gosh it's so crowded you can't even get in the different places i don't know where your brother went
1: (laughs) uh well he's you know what he just did a cross-country trek like he ended up uh back in ohio he spent some time with my dad they just been driving and stopped. i saw uh, he he had just posted he was at the daisy uh you know the daisy uh uh, pellet gun they have a big museum in oklahoma and he, he, I'll be a, there. I didn't a, know that. Yeah, to, do you know what else I didn't know? Do you know that Daisy makes uh, or made at one point the 50 caliber sniper rifle for the uh uh Navy Seals? Yeah. That that, that <laughs> company is actually I'll the one yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought all they made was uh you know like like BB guns and air pistols and stuff like that. I didn't know they actually made a until I was looking at all the pictures he took and he was telling me I was, he's like, "Man, they make so many different kinds of guns." I was like, Oh wow, interesting!
2: Another interesting thing oh. is they used to be a windmill company prior to being in BB Gun. Daisy yeah, did, yeah. It's, oh. I I didn't know that until I didn't know uh, that another show that I heard. Of that must have Paul.
1: been like in 1910 or something. That's actually uh, a <laughs> 1880s. See, actually. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Interesting well, that's really, stuff, though. That's but really cool. Yep, yep. So no, he's he's been having a great trip. So and something he always wanted to do. So he's been enjoying himself and uh, uh, he'll be back uh, next week. So he's coming back sometime yeah. this week. I I don't know where he is now, but, uh, he's somewhere between Ohio and, uh, California. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I hope, hopefully this, this next spring, we're going to try to take an early, early ride up to Canada. Nice. Canada with Canada still closed. You know, you can't get to. Yeah. Yet.
1: Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. And, and obviously, hopefully, uh, right now we're all watching this. Uh, hopefully this, uh, what's going on doesn't turn into another big issue. Um, we're all keeping yeah. our fingers crossed, but, uh. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know, you know, be safe and, and do what you got to do. So,
3: and listen, guys, I, am, I enjoy the heck out of your show. <laughs> Thank you very much. And then, uh, I quote there, and hello to everybody out there.
1: You got it, Frank. Thanks for listening. You have a wonderful, safe weekend. Okay. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. So, um, good stuff, though. Yes. Yeah. Everybody wants to get out there and get to moving around. That's for sure. I do know it's tough, man. I'll tell you what, to get a reservation for. For dinner, any place, you better be thinking a week and a half in advance if you want to go to any place uh, uh, that needs reservations. And I, I choose somebody said to me, um, why they have plenty of room. You know what it is. And I, I'll tell you, like, I'm, I mean, there's several restaurants I've been to, there's areas of the restaurant they're not using because they don't have enough employees. So therefore, they're not seating people just because they have no, enough room to seat everybody. If you don't have enough room to if you don't have enough people to wait on everybody, then you're going to have a catastrophe. Obviously,
2: I'll tell you, I can't tell you how many signs I've seen of now hiring right now. If I had a nickel for every sign I posted that said they're hiring for people, you know, I'd be not hiring anybody myself. Either. The, so the
1: cool thing is like you could have 12 jobs if you wanted right now. That's right. You that's just don't right. need to sleep. You could just go from one just to the next. Just one
2: job to the next, yeah. But, you know, it's very important that you sleep. You need those eight hours of sleep for sure. Health-wise, that's Health-wise. a great idea. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How many hours of sleep do you get usually, Brian? Just for fun. I just want to know.
1: Well, it used to um, do like five or six a night. So now I do more, actually. I probably get seven, seven and a half. Oh,
2: good, good. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, I sleep a lot more now. I, I do. I, I like to rest, man. I, uh,
2: because of my cats, it's five hours because they'll wake me up at four in the morning saying, hey, dude, it's breakfast time. And I'm like, it's, can you wait like three more hours? And they're like, no, we need food right now. And I'm like, okay, fine.
1: Yeah, well, it's something you probably <laughs> – so I, I had sole custody of my son and I raised him. He's he's a man. I mean, he's old. old I, he's 28 years old. So he obviously lives on his own. It's full-time job. It does his thing, man but uh, uh career and all, but, uh, um, so I have no kids at home. I have no animals at home and I live someplace that's very quiet. So I, I sleep very good. Awesome. I noticed this the awesome. other day. I was thinking to myself, I was like, I woke up and I was like, man, it is really quiet here. Like amazingly quiet. And I, I just kind of love that. It's kind of a peaceful way to start your morning, you know? So, but no, I went through that. Like, like Zach was with me. 724 before when he was a kid and all that stuff and and besides that running the company and all I was you know 5 hours a night was was about what I got and that's that's as good as it got so um when you're young you can do that though I'm getting old so you know I need more rest I mean you're a young man so you you can live on 3 if you want shoot I remember the military days that uh when we went in uh to, well I was in the navy during the Persian Gulf War and and that so there was oftentimes I'd sleep like an hour and then be up for 23 and then so it just depended man what was going on but uh um yeah you make it through here we are trucking along anyway let's talk about your valve cover gasket now did you need a valve adjustment
2: no uh apparently it says i need to replace the whole gas uh gasket apparently but i was remember it leaking that's what it was saying but i remember doing it myself because i remember reading on like you don't want it too tight but you don't want it too loose either, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking I just did it too loose, and it's pretty brand new. I got it when I was oh I want to say a hundred forty thousand, maybe a hundred okay. yeah hundred forty thousand miles into it. That's when I first put it on there. now. And are, that your, seems are your too spark soon. plugs
1: through the center of the valve cover on this car? That's correct. Did yeah. you replace the tube seals also when you did the valve cover? I believe so. If yeah. you didn't I can't, you might I can't look remember in, on the top, there of my could head. be oil in the spark plug wells and that may be why they recommended it. Okay, gotcha. If so
2: So I'll I'll talk to them about that and see what that's about then. That but, case, so. but
1: the go no go, you don't have to adjust the valves if you replace a valve cover gasket. Okay. So unless it was recommended on, on the vehicle.
2: So. I, I don't think it was it was just the cat yeah. So Gotcha. All it. right. So with that in mind, the big I, I don't have a drum roll sound effect yet, mm-hmm. but um You're in the producer booth. Why do you not have a drum roll? Okay, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Drum roll. Here we go. So... I got to find an answer. What is the most uh, important thing I should get this fix out of my car, out of everything that I listed to you from what R- you
1: remember? Run it down again real quick <laughs> from top to bottom. There was a few I things. I put the
2: drum roll in there and uh. everything. Okay. So we had the uh, transmission fluid uh, flush. Uh-huh. We had the engine coolant. A fluid exchange. exchange Trans- fluid, fluid exchange. exchange yes. Excuse me. Yes. Uh, edging coolant flush, mm-hmm. a fuel induction cleaning, mm-hmm. a air filter a cabin air filter, spark plugs and coil boots, struts and str- uh, excuse me, struts and shocks, mm-hmm. it's a ton twister, and the valve cover gasket went then again, I'm probably going to ask that one later. So, that's probably um, I know for sure that's probably least on the
1: important list. Cabin here, so. filter goes at the very bottom. Okay. It's the air you breathe. I'm not that worried about you. I'm more concerned about your car. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um so Spark plugs and coil boots are going to be very important because they can cost you a lot more money if one of them starts to fail as far as taking the coils out. So that's a good thing to do. If the valve cover is leaking uh, into the wells, when you do those, you want to replace the valve cover gasket along with it just because it, the, the oil leaking into the wells will damage the new coil boots and is damaging the old ones now. Um Next on the list, I would put transmission uh, fluid exchange. We want to keep that. That's an expensive repair if it fails. We want to keep that in really good working order. Uh, and then, uh, um, coolant wise, good stuff. We want to also prevent any internal damage there as far as overheating, etc. Re- coolant replace the thermostat wouldn't be a bad idea, especially with one hundred sixty thousand miles on it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have left? Then I know uh, we sh- have
2: left fuel induction air filter and the struts and struts oh you know i
1: don't want to bump air filter up to the with the spark plugs in that area uh because uh it uh, keeps the contaminates out of the mass airflow sensor etc and it's a cheap repair so that's an easy one put it up top there and uh fuel induction service then yep removing carbon and all that can prevent uh misfires etc cetera. And shocks and struts a uh, great idea but we'll put them at the bottom just because that is the least likely to cause other damage to your car will can cause some tire wear, but least likely to uh, cause like major engine expensive more damage. Except for you might have to buy some tires again. Anyway, so uh, that is the list, and that is what Brendan needs to do with his car for sure. For sure. All right, folks. I think we need to take our last break here. Um, so we're going to go ahead and do so. Give us a call one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's 1-888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, I'm here to talk to you about. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 and K Praise.
0: There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock
1: all right folks welcome back to auto talk radio i'm your host brian bowersock That's where cruising through this segment thanks for brendan's help it's always good to have somebody to talk to here and there don't want to be like dave stall just talking to myself i love dave he's a great guy anyway um this morning we're talking about most common repairs also but i do want to remind folks before we go further and i'm going to grab a call here in a minute um that uh Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell anything else uh, when it comes to batteries at the West Automotive Group. Simple reason why they are the worldwide technician number one related recommended battery for sure. So uh, we make sure in uh, um, stock and have those for you. If you need a battery for any need uh, vehicle wise. Hit us up at westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in, and we'll get you a battery installed. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa and 70th and University. Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. Check them out, and they do have a battery for every need. Good stuff for sure. All right, let's uh, uh, grab James in San Diego. What's happening, James?
4: Hey, how's it going? It's going good. uh, I, I catch you. I catch you guys uh, Saturday morning when I'm driving home from work. Nice. And, I, I, and I've got a. And it's, it's it's an enjoyable drive. So I just wanted to ask. I, I need a place that can service my vehicle. It's a late model Nissan van, mm-hmm. and I basically severed my relationship with the dealership for customer service reasons. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if that was the, something that you guys can do, like follow up on. You know the all the different inspections and all the it's got certain
1: mile points. Absolutely. Yeah. All the software that we have, uh, has all the manufacturers recommended stuff, uh, re- recommendations in it as far as time and mileage and all that stuff. Uh, we have exactly the same thing that the dealer has. Uh, and then customer service, where I mean, uh, y- when you come in to see us, uh, we do all forms of reminders as far as it's set in the system, sending out emails. We also have a texting system to help remind you uh, of service needs and things like that. So uh, um, we have a lot built in there to make sure you're taken care of properly and, and reminded to stay on top of your vehicle maintenance.
4: Okay, good, because uh, listening to you guys talk, it sounds like the place I want to go. Uh, I'm in Mira Mesa, but I wasn't sure if any of the your different – Location was better, better equipped to handle this kind of
1: thing. Or, or nope, they're all set up exactly the same. That's one of the things I did when I built all four of them. So, uh, Miramacy, you're probably close to either Miramar or Balboa. Uh pro- yeah. probably e- either one. It's kind of probably closest to to Miramar right there. Uh, and Kristen, my manager over there, uh, everything's set up the same. She'd be more than happy to make sure you're taken care of. All
4: right, yeah, I'm coming up on sixty thousand miles, and it's been a while, so I need to. Gotcha. to Get something checked
1: out. So. Get you in and get you all checked out and serviced up, and uh, uh, we'll get you taken care of.
4: All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it.
1: No problem. Hey, thanks for listening. Have a safe, wonderful weekend, and uh, let us know if we can help you out in any way.
4: All right. Thank you, sir. Take Have care. A good
1: day. You too. Bye. Right. So, great question. Yeah, we set up all our stuff. Uh, I set up all our stuff, and and with help uh, of my managers and all, and getting everything so that everything is uh um the same so if you go to Escondido or you go to Miramar or you go to uh whichever it is uh, our systems are all set up the same and and we're set up to make sure customer service wise that you're reminded and, and we're here to help you stay on top of your vehicle service and repair maintenance service and repairs uh and maintenance and everything else uh to make sure you're reminded properly and we follow the manufacturer's recommendations on most things, a few things, we uh, have our own recommendations, which are earlier, such as transmission services and coolant flushes, uh, and there's reasons for that. And we explain that to you when it's not a manufacturer recommendation but ours. So uh, that's, that's what we're here for and help you service your vehicle, and you get to make the uh, educated decision when we give you all the information. So it's a good way to go for sure. Um, let's grab uh, Gary w- real quick. Good morning, Gary.
5: Good morning. Thanks for having your show. Um, I have a couple of uh, fuel-related questions. Sure. Number one, your opinion of the over-the-counter fuel injector cleaners.
1: Um, There's some good ones. There's some snake oil. There's a, there's a, So, uh, you know what? We don't use anything but what's called BG products, but um, you cannot buy them in an auto parts store because they're for mm-hmm. professional technicians. They work amazingly. Um, there are some over the counter ones that, that are decent. Um, off the top of my head, I don't have a name for you. There's so many out there though. And there's some that are just junk to be honest with you. Um, uh-huh. what, what, uh, what, what, one are you have you been using if you know a name of one?
5: Well, I haven't, but I started getting an erratic, uh, idle, um, in my honda accord and you know it just goes up and down up and down uh and then it kind of levels out
1: uh as the car warms up what year accord is this what year it's uh 2005 gotcha so to be honest with you a a really good induction service with throttle body cleaning um Mm -hmm. and then we we set the adaptives for the throttle body and all that that's Mm -hmm. almost your best way to go getting it and having it done and and it usually cleaning the the, with the induction service it cleans the iac and the carbon out of it it's you can't do that with stuff you just add to the tank it's not going to work the stuff added to the tank helps reduce carbon on the valves pretty much it does nothing for the for the throttle body and 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 the runners and and all that stuff so um ours is a two-part where it does the um cleans the throttle body cleans the iac all the runners, and then it reduces and removes carbon uh, off the valves. And then we also add an additive to the tank, which continues to help clean the valves for that tank of fuel. Okay. That makes
5: sense. So, Great. Yeah. yeah. Second part of the question, if you have time, sure. is I'm uh, in the market for a, a new used vehicle, and one of them on my list is a European car that requires premium gas. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I talk to the seller of the car, I play dumb and I, you know, say, oh, that car requires premium fuel. And they come back and say, oh, no, I've been using regular. It's fine. Uh, so what happens to a car um, over 50,000 miles when it's designed to use premium and somebody's put regular in it?
1: Well, here's the only thing that can be detrimental as far as that goes. The reason that um, a car, an engineer um, requires uh premium fuel or octane rating 91 mm-hmm. um is because of the fact of the compression ratio and how the vehicle was set up usually you're talking mm-hmm. about probably a performance vehicle you may be talking about a bmw or a, they tend to have a higher compression ratio they want to run premium fuel because it prevents what's called pre-detonation now over time pre-detonation can cause all kinds of things to happen in the inside of an engine can cause piston top oh. damage All kinds of things. Now, has any damage been done to the vehicle? It kind of depends on how they've driven it also uh, along with with that. But um, my preference, I'd use 91 octane in a car that requires 91 octane because over time you can surely start to do damage to it. And that's why the engineers went with that octane rating because of how the engine is built in in compression ratios and and timing and, and different things that go along with that. So if that makes that's sense. That's
5: what I would think as well, yeah. Okay, well, that's all great info. Thank you so much for uh, the uh, answers.
1: Happy to help. Hey, thanks for listening. You have yourself a wonderful, safe weekend, all right? Yeah, you too. Thanks, Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Just so you all know, I appreciate all your questions. Questions are amazing. I, I love when folks call and have great questions, and I'm here to help. That's what we do. So, And I love talking about cars. So, uh, Let's grab um, Marcella in San Diego. She has a question on a Ford Edge. Good morning, ma'am.
6: Hi, good morning. Um, yes, I have a 2009 Ford Edge. And my concern is that, well, number one, it's been running a little different. It used to have a lot of kick and push the accelerator yeah. and it would go. But um, I noticed that it doesn't do that any as well. Um, so I had somebody drive it because I know nothing about cars except to mm-hmm. drive them. And um, they said that I needed the bearings checked. And so I thought, okay, bearings, wheel bearings, motor bearings, but they didn't answer. And then Mm -hmm. so I had another person drive the car for me, and he said that it was the transmission that I needed to have the transmission filter changed and the fluids changed. -hmm. So could one be correlated to the other and... um,
1: I tell you what, that that's that's hard to say. When you when you say it it's not you so basically it's you don't get any sound, it's just a feel the way the drive vehicle drives, you feel it like it doesn't have the power it used to kinda.
6: Yes. Before when I would uh you know, especially driving in San Diego, sometimes you have to step on the accelerator. Oh yeah. To just move. <laughs> uh-huh. And it doesn't quite have the same response as it used to.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that could be related to a lot of things. You could be, I I don't know why somebody said bearings. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That one doesn't. But I mean, it could be engine or transmission related. And we talk about this a lot. And I'll be honest with you because um, the best first step to this is getting it in and having somebody qualified, diagnose it properly. Because we see cars diagnosed improperly all the time when it comes to performance or issues where somebody says, oh, Mm -hmm. it has an internal transmission problem, needs a transmission Unfortunately, I've seen vehicles that get transmissions, and then they show up at our shop with the same problem going on, and they've spent a bunch of money, and it was diagnosed improperly. It was maybe an engine drivability concern. So, um, there's, yeah, what I would do is get the vehicle in and have it diagnosed by somebody that's truly qualified to do so. That way, that little bit of money you spend doing that is the best spent money on any repair because then then you can make an educated decision what you want to do from there because you actually know what's going on. Does that make sense? Let's see. Sure. So yeah, it does. Ho- hopefully, that's so. helpful. Um, I know I, I I run into folks all the time that and, and people trying to be helpful. I get it. Uh, you know, that's nice and stuff and driving a car, but they're not yeah. really sure about what they're they're doing or it. But so they they give all these different ideas and and unfortunately, it, it can become very confusing.
6: Okay. Um, all right. So. If I have this person change out the transmission, filter, and fluids, would that in any way damage
1: the car? Um, it depends on the condition the fluid and filter is, it, is, is in. If it's actually having a transmission problem before servicing it, we want to address that up front because um, you may be either wasting your money if it, there actually is a problem or, oh. or if uh, – um, yeah, there's a lot of ifs there, so that that's a that's a tough one. Usually, we don't recommend servicing anything until we get to the bottom of what's going on with a vehicle, and then from there, sure, you know, I mean, it's okay. always good to service the transmission, yes, but if you mm-hmm. think you're having a transmission problem, uh, unfortunately, you can add to what's going on. It just depends that that's a hard question for me to answer. Like I said, I okay. first step, I, I truly feel is uh, get it in and, you know, uh, get it diagnosed properly by somebody qualified. If you need help with that, we can always help you with that in any of our four locations. But uh, that's where I would start. And from there, mm-hmm. you know, then you can worry about the servicing part. Okay. If that makes All sense. Right.
6: Yes. Thank you so much.
1: No problem. If you have any other questions, you let me know. I'm happy to help. You have a wonderful, safe weekend.
6: Thank you. You too. Okay.
1: Bye. bye. So um, really good question as far as that goes. And and we don't want to put the cart before the horse, obviously. And one of the things you guys will always hear me talk about that I think is so important, which is will save you thousands of dollars in a lifetime. That is get your vehicle when if there is a problem, get it in and get it diagnosed by at a quality facility by a qualified technician that knows what he's doing. Once you have all the information, you can make an educated decision from there, what you want to do with the vehicle. But that is the first step, and that is the only first step, and it will save you a ton of money. Unfortunately, like I said, we've seen way too many misdiagnosed vehicles that folks have spent money on, and it didn't help fix the problem. And sometimes you can make it worse even by doing different things. So throwing parts at a vehicle becomes very expensive and not the way to go. That's for sure. Um, So anyway, hopefully... uh, um, that helps y'all out and gives you direction, et cetera, on where we're going as far as that. Um, but, uh, keeping a vehicle in good working and running order is number one and diagnosing it properly is also number one. Like I said, it will help you save money for sure. Um, so this is my guy. Thank all you guys for you did some great calls. Um, and, uh, we're going to grab another one here. Hopefully in a minute, uh, Brendan's rolling back this way. He had to run downstairs hey Brendan can you punch Terry up for me if you don't mind good morning Terry
7: hi good morning you know I you may have just answered my question but my question is this Um, I have a 2008 Honda Mm -hmm. and this little icon in the shape of a wrench came on okay light And so, um, I think it means maintenance. I don't have the book correct to, correct. to look it up. But um, I didn't know what it meant, and I didn't know how soon I had to address whatever this means.
1: So, on most, so those, yeah, yeah, on most of those vehicles, that the little wrench light does mean you're due for scheduled maintenance. So, it could be anything from an oil change to... Um, you know, depending on the mileage, due for spark plugs, whatever, it's a time and mileage thing. So it really would need all the information on your vehicle, what's been done and not been done. But uh, um, as far as that goes, uh, uh, that's that's what it's doing. It's just reminding you it's time to get the vehicle in for service is really what it's telling you.
7: Okay, but it, it's it's non-specific, so I would... Well, I have it, to
1: bring it in to get it
7: diagnosed. Well, uh, well, it's not.
1: You don't need it. That you don't need to diagnose. But what it does is 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 specific for time and mileage. So whatever your last service was, I don't know how many miles are on your car, ma'am. It's coming up to eighty-eight thousand. Okay, so it's 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 coming up on. Uh, um, it probably was eighty-five thousand around there or someplace that it came on. i presume. Um. So it's it's rolling up on, you know, like the 90,000 service. Uh, all that can be looked up, and each make and model is different, what the manufacturer recommends for mileage stuff, and that's that's how we do it. So, I mean, if you, you have the mileage in that, and you know kind of what's been done on the vehicle, if you were to call us, we, one of our locations could put together an estimate and look up for you what's required at that mileage for sure. Okay?
7: Oh, good. Okay, because I didn't want to take it into the dealership. I. So your your West Automotive can do that?
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All you got to do is just Google West Automotive Group uh, or or find us and call any of the location, whatever is closest to you, and they can put an estimate together for you. They'll just need to get some information on, from your vehicle. Okay?
7: Okay, great. Thank you very much.
1: No problem. Thank you. Thanks for being a listener, and uh, enjoy your weekend and be safe.
7: Oh, well, thank you for the the, the radio show because... You know, I feel uh, very vulnerable when I go to into an automotive place. So I, I appreciate your, your being here.
1: No problem. And that's one of the reasons that we do this for sure. So, uh, you're sure more is. than welcome and thank you for being a listener.
7: Oh, uh, thanks a lot. Take, bye, bye, bye,
1: take care now. Bye-bye. So, all right, folks, great stuff for sure. Um, man, the hour just ticks away faster than you can, uh, imagine, um, we are down to a minute and a half left. Brendan's over there beating on the windows like a monkey in a gym, you know. And uh, that monkey—I'm probably going to get in trouble now because I insulted a monkey or something. I don't know.
2: How dare you? You know, monkeys have families. <laughs>
1: monkeys have families. Monkeys are people too. Maybe not. I don't know. We came
2: down from monkeys, you know.
1: (laughs) We came down from monkeys. Well, I mean, that did not sound great. Oh no, you're going to start a whole thing here. I'm not even. I'm not even going to touch that. You know what? You know what I got to say. That what (laughs) what Brendan has to say is one minute. (laughs) So. Hey, everybody, um, we're going to stick to cars. It's what we do. Check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. You can uh, make appointments, uh, get things answered, find the uh, Auto Man segments, Auto Talk Radio, etc. Or you can also uh, just uh, um, also grab all of our, our podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, I Heart, Radio.com, and tune in. You can find us almost anywhere. Uh, San Diego and everybody else out there, keep the rubber side rubber side down and the shiny side up for sure um and uh, have a safe weekend it's going to be a beautiful one get out and enjoy it be safe do some cool things get your hoopty on the road until we find a new word this has been auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 and k praise until next weekend we'll be back but uh, until next weekend everybody be safe talk to you then
0: answers to all your automotive questions tune in every week at this same time for auto talk with brian bowersock to learn more about brian become a guest or sponsor of the show or if you have additional questions visit the west that's the west and click on auto talk radio join us again next week for more auto talk